Hello everyone, I am Dr. Gautam Banga. I am a reconstructive urologist and neurologist working in Delhi NCR. And uh, we have always heard the phrase healthy mind stays in a healthy body. So if we want uh, our mind to work good, our body should work in sync and it should uh, be in a healthy shape and uh, we should work for that. This is a time we have to be very careful. We have to look for the for the ways by which we can keep ourselves healthy, because health is the new wealth. Or in fact, health is the wealth. So um, let's uh, talk about how we can keep ourselves healthy, how uh, and uh, by ways by which we can improve our health. And if our bodies, uh, if we have a healthy body, then only our mind can be stress free and uh, we can work to the best of our potential. So let's pledge to make ourselves healthy and to keep ourselves in shape and stay fit and be healthy is a motto for the month. Discussing uh, one of the health topics and that is uh, youthful strictures and what is youthful stricture and how we can take care of it. Welcome to Shruti Out Loud, a podcast where I invite guests from different walks of life to share their stories of following their passion, success and happiness which in turn motivates our listeners to follow their heart hello and welcome back to shruti outlaw podcast so as you all know we have dedicated the month of april the series of april to health and wellness and the name of the series is mindful body soulful life so welcome to this episode and where we will be exploring topics and in the whole series itself we are exploring topics related to health and wellness and in today's episode we have a very special guest dr gautam banga who is an andrologist um so urethroplasty is a surgical procedure used to treat urethral strictures which can cause discomfort and even difficulty urinating so we are going to dive deep into this topic today and learn more about the procedure the benefits and what to expect if you are uh, considering undergoing it so let's welcome our guest and start this conversation hello shruti how are hello, you hello dr baga i am good how are you and it's a pleasure being the part of this health awareness month which you have just started it's a good initiative and uh, we should all uh, um, advise as well as work for a healthy life healthy mind and healthy soul so uh, since you have raised the topic of uh, youthful stricture so it sounds very scientific kind of a word youthful stricture but that's something is, which is very common okay so it's just surgery but the symptoms uh, the f- most important is that the people should understand what youthful stricture is and uh, what are the main symptoms what are the signs which are there and how a patient can come to know that he might be having a stricture and uh, how he can uh, get it self corrected and get it corrected and whom to approach so youthful stricture is so we all have a bladder and uh, there is a urine pipe which uh, drains the urine from the bladder out of the body so that pipe is known as uh, urethra okay so urethra is there in both male and female so youthful stricture is not a male problem is a problem of both male and female and uh, due to some reason if that urine pipe become narrow okay or if there is any injury to that urethra or the urine pipe the patient start facing problem in passing urine okay so he can have a very thin stream of urine or he might have to he or she might have to 
strain to pass urine and in severe condition the urine uh, can completely get blocked so the patient want to pass urine but he or she will not be able to pass urine so that condition where the urine pipe or the urethra get narrowed or blocked is known as urethral stricture and uh, it is one of the very few emergencies being a reconstructive urologist so when you introduce me you introduce me as an urologist but i am an urologist as well as a reconstructive urologist so for reconstructive urologist it's one of the emergency and we need to act fast in that condition so that is all about urethral stricture and uh, well stricture can happen with multiple reasons okay so most commonly nowadays in present scenario the uh, urethral stricture can be because of if the patient has been uh, uh, introduced a catheter a urine pipe to empty the bladder either uh, during some surgery or if the patient was having uh, some other medical issues and if the pipe has been placed so that is one of the most common causes in the past it used to be uh, urine infection when we don't have we didn't had much of uh, antibiotics so at that time because of the recurrent infection the urine pipe used to get damaged and it used to heal by scarring so tight stricture and so but now the infection rate has come down and because we have good antibiotic other medicine so infection doesn't cause that much of a damage and uh, the third most common cause is uh, instrumentation so if uh, somebody has gone through some prostate surgery or some uh, scopy of the urine passage so these are the main causes by which stricture can occur urethral injury can also present as stricture so any road traffic accident with the uh, injury to the pelvic region or any blood injury to the perineum that is the part with through which the urine passage passes if there is injury to that region so that can cause urethral stricture uh dr banga how common is it and who is most at risk of developing it like you mentioned all the causes and all but i would still like to ask you uh, if you could maybe you know define that part and also i would like to know how common it actually is uh, so shruti very difficult to uh, talk on the um, on the lines of percentage that how many people out of uh, the population will get affected but uh, i have seen there is a increase in the incidence is either because of uh, frequent catheterization that the urine pipe is placed or uh, there is the because many of them are uh, driving two wheelers so number of people who are driving two wheelers have increased tremendously so all these uh, people are slightly more prone for uh, injury to urethra if they meet a uh, road traffic accident because they are not sitting in a closed uh, four wheeler but they are on a two wheeler which uh, they can uh, which can skid and uh, that can cause uh, amount of blood trauma to that region or even a pelvic fracture so uh, two wheelers uh, the people who drive two wheelers or uh, ride two wheelers are more prone uh, if they meet an accident they are more prone for urethral injury or trauma to the urethra otherwise um, uh, anybody who is having recurrent urinary infection multiple time uh, instrumentation that they are going for multiple scopies or anybody and old age group if we talk about them then the patient who have been operated for prostate surgery who operated for prostate through endoscopic surgery so these are the patient uh, who are more prone uh, for uh, urethral stricture coming to females 
youth structure was very uncommon considered very uncommon in the past and most of the time the problems of female were labeled to for the uh, to the hormonal imbalance but now since we are uh, giving up like a different focus to the female uh, female health and uh, now we are seeing more and more patient female patient with defined urethral strictures uh, who need proper care as well as uh, surgery to amend the problem uh, doctor what are some of the symptoms of urethral stricture and how can it be diagnosed okay yeah so as i said uh, the uh, urethral stricture is a narrowing of the urine passage so naturally if the thing is narrowed down so patient will note that the stream like if he was able to pass urine with a very good stream going around almost like a meter away from him now he will not be able to pass urine with a very thick bold stream the stream is very thin a narrow stream might be going a distance but it's very narrow if it's a severe narrowing uh, patient will not be able to even generate a stream it will he will be able to pass he or she will be passing urine in drops or a uh, stream which uh, breaks very often and uh, patient can have complete uh, blockage of the urine he can have recurrent uh, burning like he will complain that every time he try to pass urine there is severe burning sensation or pain in uh, in the urine passage he can have a uh, pain in the lower abdomen because the bladder stays full most of the time i have seen patient having stricture for long coming to us with complete kidney failure also so because he since he is not passing urine completely the bladder is full most of the time and because of the fullness of the bladder there is a back pressure to the kidney and eventually the kidney uh, start failing uh, or decreasing their function so i have seen people uh, coming to us with the stricture and uh, along with that a very uh, badly affected bladder as well as uh, kidneys which are not functioning even 20% of the normal so yeah, uh, the second, think... second question so yeah i am going uh, slightly no, I... so the thing is yeah. that if the patient not uh, this kind of symptom they should approach the urologist because it's the right person to check whether what kind of symptoms they are having and what next need to be done and uh, there are various ways by which we can come to know uh, about uh, whether the patient is having stricture so we first we do a urophilometry so that is a graph pattern in which we check how the urine flow is and there are very specific uh, types of uh, flow pattern which helps us in knowing whether the patient is having stricture or no then we do an ultrasound to see how the kidneys are whether the bladder is uh, of good size or uh, whether the bladder is empty completely or no and uh, once we feel that the patient can have a stricture then the uh, you can say the gold standard of knowing the thing is an uh, radiological study which is known as retrograde urethrogram so in that we pass uh, dye through the urine tip of the urine pipe uh, upward and that give us a, a pictorial uh, or a x-ray of that thing give us an idea whether the, there is any blockage and how long the blockage right uh, okay so doctor could you tell us what is urethroplasty and how is it different from other treatments for uh, urethral strictures so urethroplasty is uh, the what you can say the best uh, the treatment which gives the best result and is there uh, since early 1900 well it changes that the, 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 there is always a change in change in the way we do the surgery and now uh, in most of the cases we don't uh, cut the urethra we don't remove the urethra we uh, augment the urethra 
so there are various other ways by which uh, a structure can be managed but none of them have the success rate even closer to even 50% of what the urethroplasty can offer so earlier people used to dilate the structure blindly they used to pass metal sounds they used to be an instrument metallic instrument of different sizes and they used to try to push it down the urethra which is very barbaric kind of thing um but yes uh, in the past it was used to correct the blockage so it's like cleaning the and the any any kind of metallic pipe you have to you push it and try to remove all the uh, thing which is stuck inside then came the endoscopic uh, treatment which is still in use people do and in very short segment structure if the segment uh, structure is very short very flimsy not very dense we can uh, uh, put a scope inside either with a knife or a laser and it is useful in say of people uh, come with this problem only one or two can actually get benefit out of it so urethroplasty again the gold standard and the best uh, treatment modality to correct any kind of uh, urethral injury or structure close to 90% success rate uh doctor could you tell me the benefits of urethroplasty over other treatments such as urethral dilation or urethro uh, urethrotomy yeah very good question because it's a very valid question and people always get confused whether to go ahead with the urethroplasty why to opt for urethroplasty so as i said earlier this is the standard of care now so if we want uh, a treatment which is close to 100% or which is permanent then the urethroplasty is the best choice or best option anything uh, like if we do endoscopic intervention and we try to cut the thing we have to understand we have to understand one principle of healing in the body a scar heals by a scar so until unless we put something to bridge that scar or we put something in between the scar so that scar doesn't contract that the thing only which can give us a permanent uh, opening of the passage so urethroplasty work by that so we put to various mucosal layers inside so we take we can take mucosa from inside the mouth we can take from the a piece of mucosa from the tongue or lip and we can use it to bridge that scarred area and so there is no contraction in the, the urethra stays patent so urethroplasty gold standard and if anyone any patient any person is having a stricture they can try endoscopic intervention if it's a short segment stricture not not even a centimeter of a stricture they can try uh, endoscopic laser intervention but if they have a long stricture a stricture because or no narrowing because of the trauma don't uh, think of going for shorter or a simpler version of treatment which is endoscopic treatment opt for urethroplasty the results are fantastic and uh, very close to permanent solution right um to how long does this procedure usually take and what is the recovery period that we are looking at once the procedure is done yeah so many most of the time when the patient comes to my opd the question is doctor for how long the surgery will last so i'll tell them okay surgery is uh, i am the one who is going to do the surgery i am the one who is going to get tired your patient will be sleeping all that all the time so don't worry about the time whether it's 2 hours 2 and a half hours but in usual so but uh, naturally there that's a concern and i have to answer that so a normal urethroplasty procedure can last from 1 hour 30 minutes to a difficult one uh, can can last for uh, even 3 to 4 hours 
so time is uh, between one and a half hours two and a half hours most of the time and that's the time in most of the in which we can we are able to complete most of the utoplasties uh, we keep patient for two days in hospital that is somewhere around 48 hours we change the dressing once after 48 hours of surgery a catheter will be there for three to four weeks depending on the type of the stricture we have operated whether it's a short segment or long segment but the catheter will be there for three Catheter is the thing which is to drain the urine out of the bladder, and a bag will be there attached to that. And it will be there for three to four weeks. And once the catheter is out, patient can do their all their routine activities. Even with the catheter, after seven days, they can take a shower, they can move around. And if they are if they are, don't feel shy or don't feel uh, conscious carrying a bag along with them, even they can go to the nearest park for a stroll and they can go out with their pets. Uh, in the morning for a morning walk thank you for answering this question because yeah i think that is this is one of the main concerns of anybody who is going for a surgery that how long is it going to take and although obviously they are most of the time they are just you know lying there as you just said but yes that thing is in everybody's head ki acha kitna time lagne wala hai i think yeah, more important the patient is not worried that attendance the patient the, and the patient's attendant they actually are more concerned about the patient and they just want to know because they normally categorize surgery as minor, major, super major, depending on the duration of the surgery, not the way it is done or the skill involved in that. So true, so true, so true. absolutely. Uh, okay, so doctor, what are some potential risks or complications that are associated with urethroplasty and how can they be managed? So, Shutin, uh, it's an elective surgery. It's not an emergency surgery. So, we do a full workup of the patient. We do run all the blood tests. We do all, if it's an elderly male or a female, we do um, cardiac evaluation, complete cardiac evaluation. We do a pre acid checkup. We have a full team of physician. Uh, most of the hospital have physician and intensive care. So um, the risk factor involved in this surgery is very minimal, you know, very minimal kind of thing. You know? So it's a very safe surgery done under either um, regional, that is spinal anesthesia in, in which half of the body is uh, anesthetized or a general anesthesia. And um, the moment surgery is over, patients are back in the, they can talk, they can uh, interact with the uh, attendants and relative. So any, any, any big surgery have a 1% uh, chance of excessive bleeding or infection or some anesthesia risk. And these risk, uh, these problem can easily be managed. So overall, very safe surgery, not much uh, intra-op or post-op complications involved. And patient, as I said, patient can go home after 48 hours. Even if the if the patient is in a hurry, we can send him even within 24 hours home. So very safe surgery, nothing to worry about it uh, when it comes to pre and pre-operative, intraoperative, and post-operative. Uh, Okay, so doctor, are there any lifestyle changes or precautions that patients should take after undergoing the surgery? So after surgery, once the catheter is out, uh, patient can do their routine activity. We tell them not to use, not to drive, ride a two-wheeler for two months because the it actually put a lot of compression to the operated site. And we don't, uh, we always tell them not to sit on a hard surface for some time. They can resume just their sexual activity after two or three weeks uh, after removal of the catheter. So, uh, if we in, in a nutshell, if we see that uh, the patient can uh, become normal, completely normal, say after two two months of surgery, and they can do whatever they were doing prior to the 
to procedure um, not uh, much uh, precautions are required uh, just after removal of the catheter but yes they should be careful that they should not get multiple or they should uh, take all the precaution not to get any urinary infection because any kind of infection in the urine can affect the mucosa which we place inside and can lead to damage of that mucosa so the only thing they have to look forward uh, is that they should be more careful when they do the sexual act and uh, infection should not happen and if they are planning for any kind of uh, uh, instrumentation in, in future they should inform the doctor that uh, urethroplasty have been done so the uh, the person who will be doing the instrumentation will be more careful dealing with that part of the urethra okay so doctor is this uh, can urethroplasty be used to treat recurrent urethral structures or is it a one time solution as i said uh, that urethroplasty is something which can give the best uh, best results when it's come to uh, treatment of structured urethra uh, if one urethroplasty fail we can always do a second urethroplasty as i said it's not 100% no, nothing is in this world 100% so the success rate of urethroplasty uh, is somewhere around 90% so in 10% of patient they can be a failure and in most of these patient it can be managed by uh, repeat urethroplasty okay and uh, there are few cases in which uh, the urethral damage is so much in the first go that uh, we have to do uh, correction in two stages so that is known as two stage or multi stage urethroplasty in which first we open up the urethra and we let it heal on its own and uh, in the after 4 or 6 months when the all the infection all the swelling and inflammation is uh, taken care of and gone uh, uh, is done uh, we close the urethra and uh, the patient can pass urine from the tip of the penis or can pass uh, urine in a normal way so most of the time urethroplasty can be done in one stage but in certain cases in which there is very severe damage to the urinary pipe or urethra in this in such cases we have to resort to two stage or even sometimes three stage urethroplasty all right okay dr banga thank you so much for picking up this topic and answering all these questions um i think yeah this episode is definitely going to help people understand what exactly is it and what is it that the, they can expect and as you mentioned that you know it it is a safe surgery and yes uh, like you mentioned all the things that i think uh, people who might be thinking about it should know so thank you so much for taking out time and answering all the questions that i had yeah thanks a lot shruti and it's nice so i just want to summarize in two two lines that if anybody is having urinary symptoms uh, don't try to take pills on your own uh, Yes, we all know uh, antibiotics nowadays. Everything is there on the internet. But in spite of taking uh, on your own, uh, try to reach to the nearest uh, urologist or even a surgeon or a physician. Go and meet him, uh, meet him or her. Uh, talk about your symptoms. And sometimes you uh, this thing can be missed if you are taking medicine on your own. So self medication is good sometimes when you are not when there is no doctor around. But it's better to consult a doctor. because he's the expert and he can help you in a better way thank you for that advice and i think yes it is very important to understand that take some things you should you know pay attention to and go and see a doctor absolutely all right dr banga thank you so much and i also would like to thank uh, our audience for tuning into mindful body soulful life and we truly hope that today's episode uh, has provided 
our audience with a very valuable insights and understanding into urethroplasty, um, a surgical procedure that is used to treat urethral structures. And if you are someone who is considering undergoing this surgery, we encourage you to seek out the advice of a qualified and experienced uh, doctor like Dr. Dr. Banga and we are very thankful for him to take out time and have this conversation with us and as always we'll be back with more tips and insights on how to live a healthy and fulfilling life. Thank you so much doctor. Shruti Outloud welcomes all stories. It can be a brand, it can be an organization or it can be a person. The only thing common would be passion for life. Please subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Ghana Podcast and every other platform where you can hear this. Please leave a review as that helps my podcast to grow. Thank you once again. See you for the next episode. Bye.